Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Um, you know the old saying, cash is king? Yeah, not anymore. Not anymore. That old saying just doesn't hold up these days. Cash has been disappearing from our society for, for quite some time. And uh, this pandemic really only hastened its decline as we all moved to different forms of contactless payment options. And that's the preferred way of doing things now for most businesses. Now, depending on your age, this is really no big deal. In fact, it makes perfect sense. It's a no-brainer. But for some people, this is um, incredibly disruptive. People get angry about this. People, you know, I mean, it's an affront to their rights and all sorts of things like that. It's an inevitable occurrence. It's moving in that direction. There's no doubt about it. Now, joining us now to talk more about it, and specifically how, uh, you know, the older generations who aren't used to this and are facing some difficulties can make it a little bit easier on themselves. We have Paul Armstrong, who is founder of Hereforth, a London-based emerging technology advisory firm. Paul, thank you for joining us today. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Yeah, when we talk about this move away from cash and into a cashless society, um, it's it's inevitable. It's been going on for some time already. Yeah, absolutely. It's been uh, coming for decades. Um, people have um, been working it into apps and sort of via websites. And the technology we're starting to see now is actually um, hastening that, sorry, increasing the speed in that generally. The pandemic, as you mentioned in the opening, has really sped that up. People um, really want those quick options mm-hmm. and um, frictionless uh, transactions. Now, as I said, when we talk about this change, it's, it's really interesting. For people below a certain age, it's, it's not an issue. You know, it doesn't even, they don't bat an eye at it. But for some people, it's a personal affront. You know, it's the downfall of all that is good and right in the world. It's really a big, big deal to some people. Um, is, it, is it strictly generational? Is that what we're looking at here? I think you can see it like that. I think ultimately technology um, that is sort of around, there's a a great quote and I'm going to forget it, but um, basically saying that any technology that's created while you're 0 to 30 is amazing and useful and that sort of thing. And anything after 45 is an affront to your nature and sort of um, shouldn't be trusted and that sort of thing. Um, I forget who did it. So someone can tell me um, online. I think what this surrounds is really that a lot of people, when you get over a certain age, is kind of stuck in your ways. You know the right way of doing it or what you consider and that sort of thing. But really when somebody tells you to change, it's, it, you feel affronted because it's an option that's being taken away. And sometimes when things are taken away, recently I've seen a lot of people don't give really good arguments for why, even though they are there, that those things are getting taken away. Yeah, and you know what? You're right, because when you think about it, we're talking about you know the move to a cashless society, but I had a grandmother who didn't trust banks you know, and had money stuck all over the house, kept cash and things like that. So it, it's, it's, you're right. It, these kind of changes have happened before. So we need to do a better job, right, of selling the benefits of this to people who who feel really hesitant about the change? Yeah, I think so. Money is one of those things which is so core to someone's identity and their understanding of it is really, you know, part of their being. Yeah. They kind of um, have a real um, affinity towards knowing that it's safe and knowing that things won't change. And a lot of the times when you're asking them to go to naught to 60 on a different change, it can be very unnerving. Also, it sort of um, has people uh, having to admit that they might not know things, which again, isn't a comfortable feeling for most people, let alone people over the age of 65, where some of these technologies can seem 
somewhat magical um, and they, some, they don't trust them and that sort of thing. So again, you have to um, really take them on the journey with you. Yeah, so what is the message we need to get, get to them? I mean, there, there are obvious pluses to doing this. Absolutely. There's lots of pluses. Number one, it's safer. Number two, going into banks and stuff like that at the moment isn't the safest. Sure. You know, it's just an extra risk you don't need, certainly for those people um, in that age group that we're sort of talking about. Number two, um, in the long run, it is better for society. You know, there will be, um, it'll help people uh, pay more tax and that's the thing, or not necessarily more tax, but the right amount of tax and that sort of thing. Um, it will also just decrease um, scams that are available because the money is more safe in those sorts of ways and transactions have to be verified. So again, it is much much better and you've got groups like which in the uk and you've got consumer financial protection bureau and things like that with great resources and advice for people who want to find out more you know when we talk about technology there are some barriers there for some people and some some of them are actual i mean they're not negotiable they're physical barriers right i mean just in terms of being able to see and to be able to navigate your way through a technological world can be a, can be a major barrier for some people Absolutely. Around the age of 65 or even a bit earlier these days, our bodies do start to um, have real changes. Um, sight is a big one. Also, mobility uh, is a second one. When it comes to um, these uh, websites and apps that we have to use, and that sort of, sometimes the fonts and the buttons just aren't legible enough yeah. for some people. So designers, a lot of the emphasis is on designers. You know, we, Most people design for you know the 20s to the 50s and that sort of thing. Beyond 65, people don't really get a look in, and that's a real shame. You know, They have the accessibility function thrown at them which is sort of um you know a bit like when you see an iphone that's got font size 24 on it you know and that's the that's because someone's eyes can't literally see us a, a, a font that's smaller than that so that's something that app developers and um, people in banks have to think about when they're designing these tools so you know if we have somebody in our life who who is in that position what can we do i mean that's that's what it comes down to i think for a lot of people with you know older parents and things like that we know we need to sort of be on call to help them with this technology um i imagine that's a very valuable resource for people who who need to get into this yeah absolutely i think there's a few things i would sort of say to help people in this um in this situation the first thing is try and have a positive attitude about the change that's the biggest key to any success when change is coming it's always ignoring it takes work but really having the right mindset and outlook is usually the biggest stumbling block for any age group that's going to change something not just the older age brackets i think the other thing to start thinking about is um, making moves right now you know learning about smartphones capabilities yeah. or even getting one if you don't have one you know that's a great start you know making sure you've got a good laptop or desktop computers that's always really good keeping it up to date is another one secondly i think um, doing the research on the things that you're using and staying informed on subjects like contactless payment you mentioned um, biometric identification which is your fingerprints your face scans retina scans all of those things that you know the explanations online and that sort of stuff so help your um senior people uh, understand which ones that is the other thing, the final sort of thing I would recommend is find that uh, one source of information that you trust. That might be a person, it might be a website, it might be an editor on Twitter, it could be anyone really that you just trust with your money. Like, who do you listen to? And ask them the questions. Um, I think that's the biggest um, point of reference for a lot of people is they have that what they call North Star person, yeah. whether it's for technology or money or, you know, what should I read and that sort of stuff. And they have those people that they go to ask those people. One thing is to really sort of get people to focus on um, figuring out what identifying information that they need to open up some of these bank accounts online. So making sure that their passport's up to date, they're keeping recent letters or documents that bills that prove where they live. Lots of those things, a lot of people, sometimes they just throw them away, they don't think about them, but you do start 
start needing to keep those. So make sure that those are you know being kept as well. Yeah, and like you said, in all these financial institutions and all these different you know financial websites and things like that, they have areas of information. So the information is out there. You just have to you know dive into it, right? Absolutely. And I know not everybody trusts banks and that sort of thing. And I I, I, I totally respect that opinion. They are not out to get you yeah. in disregard. They want your money to be safe because that makes them a safer bank, if that makes sense. So the information on those sites, you know, corroborate it. What Look at different sources and that sort of stuff. And that's the biggest um, area is, is they are there to help people get online and get, um, you know, banks and keep them safe. That's the biggest um, focus for them. Excellent information, Paul. Thank you for joining us today. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. Thanks very much. That is Paul Armstrong, who is the founder of Hereforth, a London-based emerging technology advisory firm.